Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Another week in the books with the On Deck TV show. I am Spike Lou. Man, I'll let your boy Animal Brown, Animal underscore Brown, if you're looking for me on social media. Absolutely, and I am Spike Lou on them same social sites. Holla at your boy, boy. Saint Cold Frost, whatever you calling it, definitely kicked in this week, nigga. Yeah, it's here. It's here. The, the, the 50, 53-degree weather popped off uh, today, nigga. My little golf season over with, How's it going? That shit rap, nigga. I went outside of the day thinking it was still going to be a little, nah. Because they Ooh. gassed us over the weekend. It was like, it's going to get down to 20. It was still cool. Today? <laughs> Nigga. It's a wrap to next year on that though. Rap. Rizap. How you holding up out there though? Man, feeling good, feeling great. Um, hey man, we got an action-packed episode, man. Another review. It's that time of the year, fourth quarter. The big boys mm-hmm. like to come out. King's Disease 3, Nas mm-hmm. and Hit Boy, the third edition. Uh, we're gonna go through that, man. Tell us, give you I give you guys our thoughts on how we feel about it. Also, there's another biopic in the works from a top-tier super famous rapper. We're gonna talk about if they're we're here for that or is it too soon? And then 21 Savage, speaking of Nas, says that he's irrelevant. Oh, and we're wow. gonna talk about that, see if he's on to something or if he's uh reaching a little bit. But first, rapper, actor, comedian Donald Glover, aka Childish Gambino, just wrapped up his final season of Atlanta. The series finale aired last Thursday. Your thoughts on the show's run and if there was a rapper series that you would like to see next. Amazing run by Donald Glover, man. I was all in my feelings last season because it wasn't what I wanted it to be or what I had expected out of Atlanta based on the first two seasons. But I tell you what, that nigga in that sushi restaurant on the last episode read me my goddamn rights. And I'm here for it. Like, that was yeah. that shit was fire. Yeah. It was like, well, I'm talking about that last scene. and that Spoiler right alert for anybody that yeah. hasn't seen it. Yeah, if you haven't it's five seen five days it, yeah. old now, so. Yeah, if you ain't seen it, man, stop it right now and go watch it. However, <laughs> that scene right there kind of was a synopsis for the whole series like y'all niggas won't expect this to be in a box and i'm trying different shit nigga y'all won't let me live y'all won't pop eyes nigga 
that that registered with me and I respect that. So I've definitely changed my opinion. I felt like it could have been more story oriented. I could have used the beginning, middle and end classical classic story style of what happened with Paperboy and Darius and all of that stuff. That would have been dope. However, I'm glad that he was afforded the opportunity to explore, to do shit that black people usually don't get to do. It ain't no really dope based show. It ain't really about drug dealing or anything like it. It's just different. And even though it's about a rapper from Atlanta, it's not what you expected to see on the scene. And it took me a while to get there, but I'm there and I respect the shit out of what Donald Glover did, not holding it to the norm and taking offense for niggas trying to compare it to just regular shit. Cause that wasn't a regular show. No. It may have went over my head sometimes. I 100% admit that, especially with season three, but the ending, the dream sequence, the whole thing of how it was presented, I liked it. I'm here for it, man. If I was to hear another rapper that was doing a show in a series and I was going to get excited about it, especially off of this creative this creativity, creative lane that he was in, I would go with Kendrick Lamar. That may be mm. low-hanging fruit, but he does a great job with the commercials. I feel like there's something there that could be tapped into. I'm going with Kendrick for mine. Who you I ain't mad at that. Um, I love the series. Um, season three, I can understand people feeling a little lost because I was lost as well on some of it. Um, you grow to love the characters, the main characters from season one and two. So traditionally, when you're watching a show, you see the main characters on every episode. Um, that's one thing that they taught us in Atlanta was to not was to expect the unexpected. And I like that it kept us on our toes, whether um, we like the final product or some of those anthology type episodes or not. I thought they were very smart. Um, I thought they were very creative. Um, and and I, I know the knock on especially season three was, man, look, dude, I didn't sign up for an anthology series. I wanted to see Paperboy and them try to make it in the rap game, which right. I understand completely. The show is called Atlanta. If you're in London or the UK, nigga, there's no Atlanta isms in it that give it that charm um, that made it fun to begin with. I definitely understand that, but I still think those episodes worked. Um, although it, it was an experimentation and I thought some worked, some didn't, but I thought this last season, there was a handful of episodes I thought were top, top tier um, in my opinion. And I think the series has classic episodes. I know the debate was between this and another rapper show, Ladicky, who has Dave, and a lot of people compared Dave to this. Uh, Donald Glover went up to social media when they were making these last two seasons. Like, man, no disrespect to Dave, but don't compare that to this because this is something different. And I agree. This is top tier. Dave has funny moments. It doesn't. I can't name a classic Dave episode. I can name five or six classic Atlanta episodes. Like, yeah, I'm three just from this season. So with all due respect to what Lil Dicky and Dave is, because that shit is funny, too. This was just different. The FUBU episode is probably my favorite. I thought that was genius television. It was a story that hadn't been told before um, from our perspective and how it relates to clothes and how uh, we look at that and what that means to our culture. I thought it was genius. But if I needed to see a rapper with a series, I'm going to go West Coast, too. And I think we're going to need some fun shit, some some comedy who knows where the economy and the world is going? So we're gonna need some shit to laugh at. We got to go Vince Staples. That's the mm. layup of all layups. That's a good one. Um, I think it'll be creative and funny, very similar to an Atlanta, like just on some, just on some Cali shit, shit. Long, on Beach some Long Beach shit. shit. I'm here for that. that, bro. Like I'm running that back. It could be on FX. Give them the green light to cuss and all of that. I'm here for it. Sign me up. 
but straight good run from Atlanta, man. Four seasons seemed so quick, even though it was stretched out over about seven damn years. But I thought that shit was great. Two thumbs up. Absolutely, man. And and one of the things that I will that I'll say as well, Atlanta had moments in the culture. Like we always talk about with albums and things like that, whether it was Alligator Man or the Invincible <laughs> Car or the FUBU episode, like you yep. said, like it it gave a different rhythm to hip hop TV. There was a different like that that subrealness to it. And and yep. it shit worked and it, it hit, like you said. And you may not have been here for all of it, but presented in a whole fire as far as just the creativity. And I understand now what Donald Glover mean when he was saying, hey, man, like, I ain't dissing Dave. Right. But just like Anthony Bourdain, I think his quote was, Anthony Bourdain can go eat a Wagyu steak that's a thousand bucks, and he can also go eat a smash burger from the food truck. And both of them can be good. And I ain't yeah. knocking the Wagyu steak. And I ain't knocking the smash burger. They're just different types of food. Facts. And that's what he was saying to Lil Dicky. And it is. It's just a different type of show. The depth of Dave, like, I can't get a FUBU episode from that. Right. And if it did, I would feel like you're trying to bite off Atlanta. It yeah. wouldn't be like what Atlanta was and how you said it was tapped into the culture. A lot of us felt that. A lot of us yeah. have been through that shit. So, and again, that was what made Atlanta fucking great shouts out to a great shit series hats off to you donald glover absolutely i need some next music, man though. i'm a fan of the music i call for the record anybody that's been listening oh, i called God. childish gambino 10 years ago called him what though it's over this grand I, opening i, I, grand I said close. he was dope <laughs> as fuck no more. <laughs> yeah, i'm hot about that <laughs> That nigga finna ride off into the sunset. That nigga done retired from rap and R&B and comedy. And he ain't doing no more TV. Like, what TV. is the nigga gonna do? Shit. Shout out to I'm hot Glover, about that. Man. That nigga retired. I, but is he 30? How old is he? Yeah, he gotta be over 30. Yeah, I, I called I called him a long time ago. I've been rocking with yeah, him for been a minute. That's, that's been your guy. I definitely will give you that. That nigga was your guy. Damn. Also, speaking of our guy, man, we were raised on this dude, Snoop. Announced his buyout pick is in the works, man. There's been a lot of success in WA, Tupac, Biggie, you name it, man. My question to UAB, are you here for this new buyout? Was it, yeah, it might be a little too soon? You know what? And this looks like it's actually happening. It looks like it's a real thing. This is not a rumor mill type joint. They don't put the bag behind it. Mm-hmm. They've got the production team behind it. Um, They got one half of the... Uh, What's the guys that did Menace? The uh, um, Hughes Hughes brothers. brothers. Mm-hmm. One half of the Hughes brothers is behind it. One of the writers behind Black Panther is behind it. So they got the names that need to be attached. So they they done put some bread behind it. I'm here for this, dude. I, I don't think it's too soon. I think Snoop has a, um, I think Snoop has a crazy story. Um, and a lot of people forget how how big of a superstar he was when he came out. You could argue he was bigger than Pac. You could argue it at their height. Yeah, yeah. Um, unfortunately, Pox was cut short, obviously. But Snoop's, he's been through a lot, man. So to go from somebody on trial for murder to being probably the biggest superstar in terms of hip-hop and then transitioning into probably the most recognizable rapper of all time at this point who can really do no wrong, I, I'm here for it. I think it's ready for it. They got the right people behind it. That's all I'm concerned about. Who behind it? Who writing it? And who's directing it? Oh, okay, we checking them two boxes. Okay, let's let's roll the ball out and uh, let's play ball. I'm here for it. I feel like I'm on. Well, I'm on the fence about this 
I, of course, want to see a Snoop Biot. Like you, like I said, one of the rappers that raised us in our generation. I just feel like that there's a lot more to the story, and I may be wrong right here because Snoop still seems so active. Like he's still True. right there in our face doing things. So seeing a biop about his about him and like seeing him tomorrow with Martha Stewart, it, it just rings off as kind of weird. So yeah. I would like for it to be maybe a decade from now. And who knows what else Snoop may do. I know I know it may not measure up to the beginning of his career and the superstardom that you're speaking to. It may not even make the movie, but it just feels like he's still too relevant to be making the biopic about. Like, I want some more, like, just seeing Snoop and absorbing him as who he is before we start framing him as, like, the guy we need to make movies about. I ain't ready. I ain't ready to be old enough to start thinking about Snoop dying and being that old where we making movies and shit about him. That's just my selfishness, though. But do I want to see the biop? Absolutely. Like you yep. said, people don't realize how big the Snoop was, or they may realize it, and they see how relevant that he is now, and that's just the byproduct of how big pause that he was back in the day. So, sure. yeah, I'm always here for this new biop. I just feel like we could give it maybe another 10 years, maybe. Yeah, because it, it is strange looking at someone's story and they're still here very mm -hmm. much outside. Um, but it can, it can it's been done before. I mean, Eminem's 8 Mile was a good movie, and he was two albums yeah. deep. But, that, but it was a good movie, though, and it didn't feel weird. It just... It just talked about his come up. 50 Cent movie, 50 although it was just a me. he came out, you know. Yeah, but it, he was still hot. He was on fire. and it, But, but it, it didn't feel crazy. So, it again, didn't. it's different. They acted in it. So that's a little different. True. I was just about to say, with the 50 movie, think how it would be. I think a 50 movie would be fire now. I based see around like the G unit breakup and just some shit he went through with his son. It would be a lot better now than That's the true. cookie cutter movie that we got from Dr. That shit Richard wasn't nothing Dutron. on the low. It was a on zero. Yeah, Slick zero movie. But yeah. <laughs> so that could have been a lot better. But yeah, I mean, I get it. Yeah, it's been done before. I just wouldn't want to miss anything big from Snoop. Who going to play Snoop, decade. though? Mm, that, that's the question. It got to be a no-name. We can't know who this true. dude is. I don't want to see none of the recast from somebody else's movie. Give us a brand new Julia. But somebody actor. played him in NWA, but that was a no. Oh, no. Who was that that played him in right, NWA? Because they did Man. a little voiceover where it sounded just like him. They, they, Snoop that was his. That was his voiceover. voice. Damn. Oh, that was Lakeith Stanfield. That was you. Man, that's yeah. crazy. That's funny as hell. You played Snoop. Did you see Lakeith playing him? Cause he, cause he had to, he had to fade. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah, the but it, it was cool though. It, it worked. But that was before we really knew who he was. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. And I it wasn't a starring was role either. I forgot that was the key. I don't know. I, I don't know if I want him to be Snoop. No, I don't. Yeah. Cause he Darius now. It's, it's a wrap. Yeah. He could play. <laughs> he can play Prince or somebody, but he can't. What? <laughs> that no nigga way. Be a great Prince. I can see him playing Prince or some shit like that. I don't see no Snoop no more. I, I, I will say, I, you could argue, I know they talked about the Death Row movie was supposed to be in the pipeline. Would you rather yeah. see, if they called you, it was like, yo, we're going to green light the Death Row or we're going to green light the Snoop? We can only do one. Which one do we green light? Let's do the Death Row. Because even then, you might get more fruits off that tree too. Like if, if dads and corrupt are interesting enough, maybe we at least get a doggy a dog dog whatever documentary dog pound, dog pound documentary yeah. 
or maybe a dog pound movie or lady of rage and all the other stuff that was into it you can throw bow wow in there like there's a lot more that you could do with the death row movie what if they treated it like the Marvel shit and they had like the big, like the like the death row was like the Avengers, nigga, and they all had like solo movies? That'd be hard. Be hard. It would be hard. They need to actually find somebody. They, sh they should do that with like Rockefeller or something. That's what I'm saying. That That'd would be, be what, what would be the label that you do that with? Is it Rockefeller? For Cash sure. Money. I mean, and Rockefeller, because you could do the Rockefeller and then you got the J solo, you got the Kanye solo. You got Cam. You could do the Philly solo with Beanie and Young Guns. Yeah, you got Cam and them coming Cam? In. Facts. What? And you can even do a Dame Dash one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be hard. If they need to pick that up and go and create that universe. That'll be because that would be the next the same series. actors and shit. That bro, should be, be the be next hard. series, though. Like the bite off power of you creating a universe, create one around like the record label where you get the different spinoffs, right? That'll be hard. <laughs> Absolutely, you're right. Man, that'll be hard. Um, Next up, man, 21 Savage, fresh off of his new release, his number one project with Drake. The numbers came in looking crazy. Mm. Um, he was in an interview, and they started talking about 90s hip-hop, and the subject of Nas came up, and he said, quote, um, he feels that Nas is irrelevant, but he has a loyal fan base and makes good music. Um, does he have a point, or did that sound like a backhanded compliment? I wonder what he thinks relevant and irrelevant is. It's, it's crazy to me. However, um, yeah, it's a backhanded compliment. And I feel like that hip hop is one of the few genres that we let younger generations get away with this. You're not talking about, and I'm not being disrespectful here, you're not talking about an E40 or a Scarface, like niggas or Joe Buttons who've actually retired and you could really question their relevance. You're talking about a nigga that just dropped an album this week. Yeah. And questionably, you could argue he is one of the best rappers ever. So to be clear, 21 Savage, you're calling a nigga irrelevant who's still rapping, who's arguably the best person to do what you're doing. <laughs> that nigga created a whole wave. And again, I had to be schooled on this because it was before my time. Facts, me too. And the old head told me, he was like, nah, Lou, you got to understand when Nas put that Illmatic out, like niggas wasn't even rapping like that. Like it was... Yep. Up the hippity hop or they was going super fast. So in a way, 21 Savage is relevant because Nas changed flows and styles and made it possible so a nigga like him can come on there, start mumble rapping and grow into what he's grown into. So I just think it's disrespectful for someone like him to even consider that and say that out loud. You can say that talking around with your homeboys and we joking, but you on a, a nationally publicized interview you're supposed to be promoting this culture that you're in, and you don't do it that way. I hate that it falls on the younger generation to do so, and they just fumble it so much. You can dare get a younger, like, you get a young rock band and say, hey, man, you too is irrelevant. Or or right. um, the Rolling Stones, yeah, oh, they're irrelevant. Like, they wouldn't dare say that. Right, because right, right. just like the Rolling Stones and you too, Nas can go sell out wherever he wants to right now. Right. It's fucking Nas, dude. Yeah. So it's, it's crazy that the younger generation, and we see this sometimes in basketball, I'll say too, they try to discredit because it's not popular to them right now the work that was put in. And I don't have to be popular right now to be relevant. I made yeah. this shit work for you, nigga. This is the yes. reason that you standing here right now today. So I would say to 21 Savage, man, put some respect on Nas name, bro. Yeah, it's it's the people get this confused all the time, man, with the whole relevancy. And, and that's a young nigga argument. People yes. talking about who's relevant, who's not. Real niggas don't give a fuck about that shit. Look, 
the thing is, Nas is has reached a status to where his quote unquote relevancy doesn't matter anymore. He's etched in stone. Like I'll it, forever be relevant, nigga. He will forever be relevant. He's a he's a, he's a hit legendary status, so it doesn't necessarily matter if people are talking about him today, nigga. Ice Spice is relevant. If you want to, what does that mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, 20, yeah exactly. Takashi so, was relevant at some point. That's what I'm saying. It, it, mm. it in the grand scheme of things, if you've been paying attention to this game long enough, you know that that doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything because niggas be here today and gone tomorrow. Be hot today and on milk cartons next week. So I, I think I think he used a poor poor choice of words. Um, because when people hear irrelevant, they hear ign- insignificant, and they, it makes it look like you're downgrading his status, even though he followed that up with. He has a loyal yeah, fan man. base, which he does, and he makes good music, which you could say he does. The fan base would would agree with that. So just say it's not for you. I got my hair cut the other day, and I was like, "Bro, you checking Nas out?" And dude is much younger than me. He was like, "Nah, man, that's that's a little bit before my time. It's a little too New York for me, and it's before my time. It's about the generation before me." I was like, "Oh, that's fair." And if Twenty One Savage would have said that, that would have been a respectable answer. Like that's the generation before me, and that ain't for me. That's Facts. it. But I respect, yeah. I respect, but this is what the young nigga said at the barbershop. He's I respect what he done did, but it's before my time. And that that's it. Don't say he irrelevant. Nigga, that doesn't matter. Who are you? Academics? He been hanging around <laughs> academics too much, dude. Yeah. That's yeah, that because you can't that, there's no way that you question the nigga relevance. Like nah, I saying on some of these songs, bro. I look younger than half y'all niggas, first of all. I'm coming in here like, like what, what are we basing the relevance on? My nigga, I got more money than you. I can rap better than you. I probably can get better bitches than you. So what are we basing the relevance? Nas really wanted to be petty and come out and be like, look, you little young nigga. But again, I ain't arguing for relevance if I'm Nas, so this shit go right over my head because I am that relevant. Like, I, irrelevance is me not even mentioning this nigga to 21 Savage and asking you, is exactly. he relevant? Right, like it's it's like with Jordan, like a nigga can say, "Oh, I ain't never watched." That's the Jordan, same. This, that, the third, but my nigga, look at your jersey. That that Airman jump right there. You ain't gotta never watch a Jordan video, no a shot of nothing, bro. But you got the shoes on, you rocking the yep. clothes, and if you ain't, your teammate is. Same thing with Nas. Like, bro, I, I built this. I'm I'm part of the foundation for this shit. That's like there, there's there's a class of people. That's like saying Mike Tyson is irrelevant. <laughs> like right. that, that, yeah, right. <laughs> that doesn't make sense, bro. What it, it, niggas? Niggas think they hot? They Billboard number one their whole life, but that's not how it works, yeah. bro. Coming coming off of uh, an album with Drake, it's easy for a Ex- nigga to slip and say that too, though. For sure, like I should some. Bad. That's a fact. <laughs> that's right. fair. I'm out here with Drake. We did the, like, okay, we get it, my nigga. But you're wrong, and I just wish that the pushback was there in the room with people more so when this happened. The yeah. person doing the interviews, like I know it's 21 Savage. I know it's a good look for the pre- the platform that he was on. However, in order for our culture to continue to progress the way that it needs to, statements like this can't just be floated out. Like there need to be an interaction right there. I agree. No I think he would have cleared that up too. Because I don't yeah. think he meant no, no disrespect to be Exactly. And if I think he had been pressed more, he would have came around and be like, okay, yeah, irrelevance the wrong word. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. I do. Because he don't come off like that. I mean, you know, he rapping the gangster shit, but he don't come off like that at an no, interview. Like, there's no dickhead ass nigga like that. Real Facts. quick, did you see the um, you see the King's Disease show he doing in, in MSG? Mm-mm. He performing King's Disease 1, 2, and 3 at mm. MSG. All, one night that, that only. That should be fire. Yeah, that's going to be that dope. That should be fire. <laughs> with when is friends. It? So that'll be dope. Oh, with friends too? Yeah. Oh, that's hard. 
I fuck with that tough. <laughs> All right, before we get into the review of the King's Disease 3, last quick hit, AB, Hip Hop Homicides premiered. Your man Van Lathan on there doing his thing. I want to know, how much did you like the show when you checked it out? And what episode are you anticipating the most? So we talked about one TV show, Atlanta, and it being completely different from what we expected. This is the opposite of that. The Hip Hop Homicide show, which 50 Cent is behind, it's another one of those, uh, it kind of follows in the vein of who shot Pac, how did Easy really die? We searched the globe to see. Hey, we talked to the. So it's a little dramatic. Um, it's got Van Lathan hosting it. <laughs> to me, he's a little out of his element. I think he's dope, but in this, it it it's not the perfect fit, in my opinion. Um, I watched the one about. I watched a little bit of the one about Pop Smoke's murder, and then oh, wow. I watched a little bit of one about King Vaughn. Um, and it, I mean, it, it was okay. I didn't really learn anything that I didn't know already. But it just, I, I'd be interested. You asked which one I'd be looking forward to. There's one about Soldier Slim I wouldn't mind checking out just cause for nostalgic purposes. But the show itself, I, I was kind of rolling my eyes a little bit when they announced that this was coming out. I don't understand what it's supposed to solve or what it, they're not actually really trying to solve nothing. Let's be honest. They're not really trying to solve Pac and Big, bro, with the 10 pieces of content that they put out with that shit. Like, stop trying to mask it as you're trying to get to the bottom of shit. Like, that's... To me, that's kind of corny, um, but this is a little too dramatic for me, although I probably will check out the Soldier Slim episode. I'm here for this, man. I, I like this genre. Um, it's like true crime, but yeah, it's just not crime. as well I like done. Van Lathan. Uh, however, I do think that he just don't sell it well enough for me. Yeah, I agree. Like, I, I watch Dateline and shit like that. A dude like Keith Morris and that white dude, he sells now, he shit out body in that shit. And I know Van is still new to it and still getting his footing upon him for it. I just wish that there was somebody who seemed like they were more into this. Like Van, I could tell like more things interest him, like comic books and Marvel movies and things like that. It seems like he's into that more. That being said, I like this show. I like the fact that not even to solve it, just having the conversation around it, because that's what we have with stuff like Serial. And then you see what happened with Adnan Saeed being released. People have conversations, people become their own detectives, and you get these Reddit communities online, and it's just more light on some of these issues. And I think the way that we start getting them solved in the future or make sure that they happen less like we were just talking about with the offset, or excuse me, with um takeoff, takeoff situation yeah. is People have to know that the information will get out there. You won't just get away with it. There's so many unsolved murders in hip hop that we see all the time. And if you have a show like this where people would have to be a little more apprehensive about committing crimes because they think that they may get caught and may come back on them, maybe that can save some of our hip hop stars. So I'm here for it. Um, I, I think it could use some work. I do think that, for like sure. you said. But I am here for that. I like the conversations had around it. I like the type of interest that this creates and it makes it humanizes the hip-hop people more so like it humanizes a king Vaughn. like you don't just see or hear the raps and what they try to portray him as you get to see some behind the scenes shit again that adds to maybe this not happening as much in the future so i'm here for it have you have you noticed speaking of king Vaughn? have you noticed that when people especially you notice with this last situation with takeoff when they reference senseless 
violence and things that have happened, they they mentioned Dolph, they mentioned Pop Smoke, they mentioned XXX. They skip right over King Von. People don't mention that no more. Have you peeped that? Like, because if we're being honest, out of all of those people, he was the one that he wouldn't kind of initiated smoke. He initiated the situation, and then things have come out since that haven't put him in necessarily the best light. Um, if you saw that those charges got dropped against Dirk, it was said that if Vaughn was here, the charges would have been on him because new evidence suggests that it was him. So, like, you don't really see a lot of the Vaughn name being brought up in those conversations of artists getting killed. You hear the usuals, Dolph, Nipsey. They skipped right over that. I thought that was interesting. But they still did the episode on it. And there was some interesting things in there, man. But I, it's on WeTV, dude. So, like, I can only expect but so much. Let's be honest. But I'll check out that Soldier Slim joint, though. I'll fuck with that. Yeah, I want to see that Soldier Slim. To answer that question about which one I'm anticipating, there was a lot of mystery surrounding that death, especially, like you said, for nostalgic purposes. And we didn't have as much access to as many things back then. So I'm definitely looking to see what new information they found on it. I agree with that. So it's a slim episode, 100%. Man, y'all let us know. Are y'all checking for that hip-hop homicide or no? Uh, and if so, anybody on there that you want to uh, you want to check the episode out on? There's some interesting people on there. Um, next up, man, like you said, Nas, Nostradamus, God's son himself, dropped his third installment in the King's Disease series exclusively with Hit Boy. Um, just announced maybe a week or two ago, not too long ago. What was your expectations going into this? We already kind of talked about where we were as Nas fans. We got put on just a tad bit late. Yeah. Um, not not too late, just a tad bit late. So uh, where was your thought process with 45-year-old Nas in a new album? I was kind of 49. 40 how much? I think Nas might be 49, though. Oh fucking hold on. I gotta look that up. Let me fact check that. I was kind of scared while you fact checking that man. As far as forty nine, whoo, that's is a lot. This is over with the King's Disease and the Magic, and then even going back to the Nazir. Damn near as many projects as the man came out with in his prime. Facts. So it, it was kind of like, is he just doing too much, or is it just gonna be the quality that you needed to be? That being said, he hadn't really missed. Like, it's been Nas. It ain't been no funny shit other than the Kanye one. And that wasn't really that bad. Like, people give it a worse rap than I think it really I deserves. Agree. Yeah, so it wasn't that bad. I read some stuff on it today where people were talking about how he sent them to beat late. So he was recording shit in the car. Had Nas hot. As far if as that how Kanye it sounded, if he was recording shit in the car. It goes to his greatness. Facts. Man, come on, now. And they said these niggas were still recording on the way to the listening party. Yeah, that's what? How they did that. One, how the fuck did they do that? I've never heard of the mobile <laughs> studio, but maybe I'm late. Maybe I'm late on that. But like, there was some, you know, it's, 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 it's popular, this shit on Kanye nowadays. We know. Yeah, for sure. But to your point, though, that album wasn't that bad. Yeah, Let's I get that certified right now. So. When you're talking about expectation and I seen the King's Disease 3, I kind of raised an eyebrow like, oh, no, kind of gave him the rock eyebrow wondering would he continue to be able to put out at the level that we saw with the King's Disease, Magic, and Nazir. What would you think? Um, you know, I was here for it simply because I, I wish Hit Boy would have been born 10 years prior, dude, so oh, we could have got some of this around the time when he was dropping the double disc and some of the other bullshit albums that I didn't necessarily rock with. Um, 
the whole knock on Nas was, man, if he can only get them beats together, if he could, that's why people were so excited about the Kanye project, which may have led to some disappointment. I can understand yes. that because they were like, nigga, finally, even a lockdown with a goddamn A plus plus producer, and it may not have met those expectations, which is fine. But these projects have, and so even I remember when this first, when the first one came out, we're kind of like, man, do Nas really still got something to say? To and he does. Like even after listening to this, I'm like, nah, he's still in that space, dude. I, I like some of the bars from the last couple about the the, the tech used to have a tech on the dresser, and now I'm making money off tech and Tesla, yeah, and yeah. that's the Real type of talk man, I aspire to do, dude. Yeah. I'm trying. I'm hearing all that. I'm here for nice. all that. Real I grown mean, man contemporary shit. It's grown man contemporary rap, a nigga that made it. We've seen the progression over the years. I'm this is in the house music and exactly where you can find AB at in the crib. And so this is exactly what I'm here for. It works for me. So I'm I'm here for this type of music. I'm here for all of it. The Drake and 21 is probably more outside music. This is more inside. I'm here for both. And I was satisfied when I listened to it. Yep. Uh as you just eloquently stated this is the type of music for our generation our genre right now like this ain't riding out on the ops this ain't spinning the block and that's cool like i'm I, you can you guys can do that and you can spin the ops and you can have i mean you can spin the block and have your ops that's all right i'm listening to this nas talking about the first time that he heard this and the beefs with no. pop I still send text messages to Jay-Z like, nigga, I could have got, like, that shit is that was fascinating hard. to me. That was hard. Yes, absolutely. This nigga is 49, like, still putting out relevant, interesting bars. Like, yeah. this is what Nas do. And like you said, one of the great things, I wish he had found Hit Boy a long time ago, bro, because this makes it more, this makes Nas music more digestible for a nigga like me. I'm yeah. not the biggest Nas fan. Like, he can get real wordy, he can get real boring, for lack of a better word. However, Hit Boy keeps him versatile, keeps him with different sounds. He get in different pockets and some soul, which I love when he do the soul samples and shit like that. That's what Nas needed, the versatility to give you different layers of him on albums. So, like you said, as going through it, listening to it, hearing some of the bars, he had some shit that made me laugh out loud and things like that. This is what I'm here for. This was this, this is 100% what I'm here for. Yeah, and then I seen the track list, no features. This is literally just, boy. This is just him and Hit Boy yeah. locked in the yo. And man, it makes me wish more people would do things like this. Um, Because I think Jay could pull something like this off. I don't. That's what, what? that was going to be part of my conversation. No, this, this, this is a... This is a feather in Nas's cap when niggas is talking about the best rappers ever. Like Jay-Z can do a 444 and drop out for six years at this age. And I don't know if it speaks to his rapping ability or just him. Had, like Jay-Z is just a different person from Nas. It ain't sure. as much about rap, though he's really good at it, as it is for Nas. I feel like Nas can get in there and because this is what I do and I'm not into partnering up with Jeff Bezos and, and possibly binding an NFL team and I ain't trying to do Rock Nation. I'm going to keep all of that side stuff manageable, but at the end of the day, I'm going to go in here and body niggas on Hit Boy Beats because I can do that once a year. I'm not sure if Jay has the mindset for that. That's like I, he just he's just too big. Like it's too yeah. big yeah. for him to be in there. Like I'm going to go in here and give you a series for the next four years. 
I just feel like Jay shit may be a little more complex and take a little bit more thought. Cause look at 444. Facts. Like that's still shit on there. While I'm listening to it, I'm like, damn, I ain't really. And not to say nah shit is simple. Right, right. It just seems like it comes easier for him. It seems like Jay-Z gotta go to a different place. And we all we know about him letting his hair grow out and just what he has to tap into to get an album to us. I'm not sure. Yeah. Though I would love it. I would love to see it, like you're saying. I would love to see Jay try it, but I don't think he could do like Nas has done over these last four or five years, this late in his career. Yeah, but like you said, this has added a new. This is like I'm. I'm trying to think of a of a player or someone who who just has breathed more life into a career. Because that was at a certain point, it was kind of like we we thought life is good was it. That was, was it. Like, okay, cool. That was it. Retire, end it right there. Go out on fire project. We don't need to hear no more. And then and then you get him with the Kanye. You're like, okay, now, nah, okay, now nah, that I'm okay. Okay, we can do that. Him locked in with a producer. That may or may not have worked, depending on who you ask. And so to try that again three, four times, I didn't see that coming. And I'm I, but I'm I'm glad he, that he decided to because I think it works. Right. And see it three or four more times and be happy with it. Like I'm completely cool with these. I ain't saying that they're classics right, or they're right, right. better than Nas in his prime or anything like that, but these are albums that I would expect to hear from a nigga who used to be considered the best rapper ever. Right. Like he's aging gracefully. He hasn't yeah, lost a step. Absolutely. He ain't lost a step. There's some pockets that he can get in on some, I wouldn't call it young boy shit, but it's still hip. Like it's right, still right. relevant to the sound of today. And he can get in those pockets, take care of it and get up out of there and get back to being Nas. So I, Great job by Nas. I would have never expected this. I would have never had this on my bingo card. Nas at 49 putting out an album with Hip Boy and us being like, yeah, I'm fucking with that. And and, and let's be clear. We know Jay is, and I know we're, Jay and Nas is going to be the comparison until the day we die. It's just, just fair or unfair. But Jay is definitely more of a business-minded <laughs> person. Although, don't sleep. Nas investment game is crazy too. Yeah. He just doesn't necessarily lead with that the same way that a hove does. Um, so yeah, I, I'm with you. He's it's just, more about the art. Nas would do this album for free. Honestly. He just ain't about to buy an NFL team. Like he he gets off in his investments, but he ain't in consideration to buy the commanders. <laughs> right, exactly. Different. You think that's gonna happen? Yeah, I feel like the Jay-Z, those that's what the plays were for. Like yeah, we've been saying that for a while. Facts. We've been saying it, 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 it. The position has presented itself. Bezos got the money. Jay-Z could be the face. Yep. Uh, yeah, I feel like that could happen 100%. I, I do too. Um, yeah. What joints on here stood out or what 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 things stood out to you on this uh, KD3? What I love about this, like I said, the versatility that Hit Boy brings to Nas. <laughs> and what I mean by that is – Nas even mentioned on here how we would speak to him picking terrible beats, which is a yeah. thing. Like right. even he said it again. Yeah, that was funny. With Hit Boy, I get my style. I may not like the New York shit because they definitely add that in here to some of the hooks. It's too beboppy for me. But that soul shit that you get Nas on, reminiscent of Project <laughs> Windows, which is probably my favorite Nas song. Yeah, that's the pocket that I love. I can put up with the other shit. Yeah, and sometimes yeah. you even mix both of them on the same song. You get the beboppy hook, and then I get the soul shit when he's ripping it. So shout out to Hit Boy for that. Those are the things that stood out for me and what I like in, in song form at Reminisce. Soul yeah, that's sample. That one. Banging. That Mary J sample. Man, listen. Yeah, it's banging. Legit. That was banging to me. The serious interlude, I'm on fire. And once a man, twice a baby. 
those were my favorite tracks as far as what stood out. All of them were kind of soulful, reminiscing tracks, like the one that I quoted, but all of them were going through a thought process that I just like to hear from a 49-year-old year successful Black man. Like, I want to hear that. Like, you talking about the investments, talking about your path to the top and some of the things that you dealt with, all of those songs that I named. He's giving us stories and adding, like you said, for us, we looking for this type of shit. We want to know the path that you took and you don't get to hear that anywhere, especially from a rapper as good as Nas. So I thoroughly enjoyed the things that you were talking about in the soul samples on the song. What yeah, about I, you? What I, stuck out? I, I really liked, um, I like Michael and Quincy, especially mm. when the beat switched. I thought that really worked. And he was ripping that with the Michael Jackson references. That shit was Thanks. hard. Thanks. Um, <laughs> that was, that was hard. tough. And, and I liked, uh, Jones was... yeah, he, he was spitting on there. I like that WTF shaking my head too. That second half of that as well, I thought was strong. And I like that beef. Um, I thought that was a dope story. Um, him, he really hasn't off the top of my head, jumped into a deep story bag in a while. So I thought the beef was really dope because he was speaking from the perspective of beef the same way he did with the gun and all that type of stuff. So I thought that was really cool. Um, and plus, it sounded really good in the whip, too. Like, there's a lot of deep 808s in that beef. It should sound good as hell. If you ever listen to the car, I definitely recommend that. And I really like the bonus track, too, that Till My Last Breath. That song is banging. Like, that, I was like, damn. Like, that motherfucker was strong, too. I love the chemistry that they have. I love the idea of no features. And just one producer, I think that's super dope. Um, and it shows you you can you can drop something like this and it still be powerful. They've been in the studio over the last three four years, dude. Nothing nothing sounds stale. Nothing sounds like something they ever done did. Something like, they did three years ago, right? Yeah, like it's it it just works, man. It's 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 cool to see Nas reju. I would say rejuvenated, but he's been doing this last three four years, so I can't even say that no more. Um, but those are what's work, man. It, if I had to go into something that I wasn't really feeling, there's a couple of I think Hood to Hood really didn't move me like that. Um, and then and Recession Proof really didn't move me like that. And I think it was one more. I think the Get Light, I wasn't really feeling that. It was a little more up-tempo. Um, that's one of them ones I feel like if I was raised in a Bronx or something, I probably would fuck <laughs> with it. But it just didn't, it didn't resonate with me, though. What about you? For me, it was the I'm on fire. It really just... It wasn't a lot and for party me. Party and bullshit. Yeah, see, I, I'm... Or whatever. And that might have been Get Light. I don't know. I'm getting confused. And that... Um, anything that had that, like, Beboppy New York shit. Like, I'm... I didn't write the ones down. I think that 30 was one of them. But that anything was that was just, like, too boom bappy. That 30 was is, banging. You might be talking about that thun. That 30 thun is what I'm talking about. Maybe that's the wrong one. Thun is exactly what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I can yeah. see that for sure. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, just anything that was beboppy and too much, but that's Nas though. I wasn't surprised by it. I, oh, that's been my thing with him his whole career. Uh, but I mean, I he mixed it up very well uh, as far as giving you me what I wanted and still staying true to what Nas is. So if I had to pick a couple, it was that Thun and the New Yorky shit that that really just didn't work for me. What about you? Yeah, no, I gave mine. I can respect that. I think, um, uh, but overall, still, man, I'm I was impressed. Um. Again, I, I really, I, out of all of the projects they've done, I really like that Magic. I know it's crazy. This is the one with the least amount of songs. It was damn near EP. Magic stood out the most to me, man. So I, I kind of compare it to though, to that one. Um, so I, if I had to give it a rating, and and, and, and it sucks that we got to do this three days after it's been out. So our shit is always subject to change. Um, I'm going to say three and a half. It's, it's uh, banging. 
but that is subject to change and it might pop up on my top 10 on, at the end of the year. Ain't no telling. But today I'm going to go three and a half. It, it, it is banging without question. Yes. After a couple of listens, I'm right there on the same page as you. This is like the third one in a row we've agreed with, I think. Uh, but yeah, three and a half banging. Definitely should be listening to this, especially if you're of our era. This 100% should have your ears for at least an hour when you're trying to debate what albums made it through the top 10 albums of the year. Uh, Nas did his thing on this. I'm glad, again, that we are able to get this contemporary style rap from a nigga who was successful and made it and able to talk and articulate those things in a way that we could digest it. So, standing over. He's spin too, this. man. Like, he's yeah. spin. That nigga still can rap rap. Like, man. he's still rapping, man. Yeah. All that washed up shit when they talk about, like, all the old head niggas is mostly still rapping. For the most part. Good ones that could rap in the first place. Yeah, yeah. Now, nah, that's a fact. Y'all let us know what y'all think about that King's Disease 3, man. Are y'all on board with what we thought? Is it overrated? Y'all not really feeling it? Are you not checking for Nas at all? Let us know. Um, wins or losses coming up. Is this a win or a loss? Meek Mill was courtside at the 76ers game and accidentally tripped a referee. Win or loss? Big boy L for Meek Mill, man. I'm hard on Meek Mill on this show. Y'all know that. Bruh, like, Hove was joking, bruh. I, I hope was joking. If y'all are familiar with the line in New York with Cam uh, courtside so close I can trip a referee, bro, act like you got some sense when you courtside, my nigga. Not he was reclined nigga. like he was in the Maybach. Yeah, like, bro, <laughs> what are you doing? Dude, these niggas is playing baskets. It's a nigga running back and forth in front of you. I just hate that Meek Mill make headlines for everything but music, bro. Like, come on, dude. What are you doing? Oh, shit. Bro? Now, that's a W because it's a flex. No, because this nigga was literally sitting close <laughs> enough to trip a referee. That's just fun. Fuck that. That's a flex. That's some slow ref shit. He's got to put him out the game and everything. What you doing, dude? He tripped the shit out of the hey, ref. Man, get the fuck out of here, nigga. The bigger court side flex was Khaled, though. Did you see him? Yeah, when he had the shoes the pillow on the pillow. The shoes is hard. That's no, hard. Those are tra- the shoes are trash, though. The shoes may be trash, but the pillow the pillow game, but the shoes court side was hard. That's funny as fuck. It was. Only Khaled. Absolutely. Um, even though I am looking forward to this meek though, I'm looking forward to that. this Flamers Five. I'm not gonna lie. I do not believe that. The album I think he's gonna surprise me, some people. The album cover tell me everything I need to know. Album cover was trash. <laughs> tell me everything I need album to know. Trash. <laughs> Five flame emojis. He tried to do the <laughs> what? He tried to do the Drake emoji the Drake. cover. Yeah, like, like no, stop, bro. Like we did. We seen this with the CLB and it was funnier with the yeah, pregnant no. people. Like, like stop. Uh, winner lost to 21 Savage. He claims no one in his freshman class can beat him in a versus. <laughs> Man, um, if you need to know who was in his freshman class, Kodak Black, designer, Lil Uzi Vert, to name a few. Not a bad class. Um, no, it's not a bad class he right? at all. He got songs with bigger stars, so he would watch in a versus because he just got bigger songs. Um, I'm not sure if he's got the best catalog though. I don't mm. know if he could say that. He might win in the verses, but I think maybe Kodak can go can go with him when we talk about songs. Mm. What do you think? Well, uh, it's a cheat code because he can pick off seven off of this last Cole, drop. like, bro, stop. <laughs> he got stars with all the big dogs, so he's going to win the verses easy. So, again, he's riding high off this, off this project. But, no, I, I do think him – him and Kodak, if we're counting features, maybe you could throw Uzi in there. But everybody else, though, like designer, bro. I don't even know why he spoke up. 
Why did why yeah? Why you even turn your phone on to fix your face to even comment on this? Um, Anderson Pac was on that cover too, but still, with all due respect, is that the one had the case? Is Anderson Pac the nigga to do this shit with? Uh, leave the door open. That ain't him, is it? No, that nigga name. That's a Brody. I mean, that's a. I can't even think. I just lost lost (laughs) Silk Sonic, man. I just lost a nigga name. What is their names? Um. I That's know Bruno Mars one. and no, that is Anderson Park. I'm tripping. That is, man. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One don't want no smoke, man. Yeah, that's true. Whole, like, yeah, want no smoke true. with Anderson Park. That's funny. That's a sleeper. Facts. <laughs> he might can be washed that whole little class up, dude. And they got some Smokey Robinson and everything. Yeah, that's yeah. true. He might be asleep. He don't want need to be yeah. speaking up if anybody. Facts. Oh, uh, last one, man. Winner lost a future. Who has? This was meant to be a rumor, but it is actually and factually true. He changed his last name to Cash. Mm. Is this a win or loss? This is a W for the effort that Future has to put in to make news. Like all this nigga ever has to do is like retweet something with an emoji, release a rumor that I'm changing my last name to Cash, put a LOL out on top of a picture, like and it just goes viral. So mm-hmm. shout out to Pluto, man, being able to make the masses move with doing literally nothing I to agree. get this. So I, I I guess if he want to call himself Future Cash, man, who am I to call him wrong? No, this is an L. Yeah, you, you um, hate this. It's <laughs> an L. Come on, man. He changed his Future name. His, his name is now Nevadius Demon Cash. Okay. Now you got to change your whole name, though. Like yeah, my name, that, my that name has to be Future Cash. Future That's Cash fair. is killing. That's, it can't be whatever you just said. I seen, I, I seen Wack 100 claim that he chased Future down in an airport uh, due to uh, an unpaid debt. How long ago you think that was? When when was the last time you think that Wack and Future were in the same airport? I mean, it could be willing, LAX. That ain't that's not out of the question. Bro, Future not I couldn't see Future blind drive riding commercial within the last five, maybe seven years. And I know Wax ain't got no private plane money. He he claimed that Future owed Trick Trick some money. And so oh, Wax no. 100, Trick Trick, oh. and Big U were close. <laughs> and so they saw him, and then he tried to... Nah. He's like, oh, yo, yo, remember that? And he said Birdman tried to intervene. So this nigga just named like nine niggas. I was going to say, damn, was everybody at that airport? <laughs> like, What? Nigga, airport was at the club when they was taking off <laughs> the cotton room. What, what the fuck? Now, I mean, I just don't get no credence with Wax. Hey, maybe it did happen, but I, I don't believe it. I don't believe it at all. Wax just been doing too much shit. I seen him get to arguing with our boy in clubhouse. Yeah, man. he just, he just want to argue. He handled that really well too. Grant Cardone, Grant handled that really well. Yeah, because Wax. If you listen to that, y'all, they got the Grant and Wax got to arguing about something, some clubhouse. Yeah. <laughs> Wack pulled somebody his ass that Grant really handled well, and he was like, "So you don't do business with the KKK?" Like that was out of nowhere. And Grant was like, "No, what? What are you talking about, dude? No." Damn. So yes, yes or no, you don't do business with the KKK, and he was like, "No, I don't." Oh, okay. I was just making sure. So where what? did you get that from to make sure? Man, bro, uh, that's why I don't be paying attention to shit. I tell you, whack shit with a grain of salt, man. Maybe he did, but Future got enough money to pay him twice over. He can Future can employ him. He literally just tomorrow. cashed out for about an eighty million. Yeah, like Future can employ you tomorrow, bro. So you may have, if you had to chase him down for money, that say more about you than him. That just mean he don't respect you, my nigga. 
Yep. I wouldn't have told nobody that because Future got it. I promise you, he do. <laughs> got it. Nigga changed his last name to Cash. What he don't got? He did. He changed his last name to Cash just to troll you in. Yeah, nigga, I got your money. Matter of fact, call me Mister Cash, nigga, and I ain't gonna never give you your money, nigga. How about them apples, Mister Gangster? Oh shit! <laughs> uh, hey man, on Decker of the week, going to YouTube, man. Shout out to the review we did last week for her loss. Cotton does it, our guy. He said, "How are y'all not gonna mention the hit spin about you and not like Treacherous Twins? Treacherous Twins is some small." And mm-hmm. spin by you is that I do like that song though. That's that's probably going. Yeah, if I was by you. outside more, I'd have a little bit of a better perspective, Cotton. But I'm indoors right now, and it's Nas. But I believe you. It is probably a hit. It is probably going up for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's the DJ ears and Cotton. I I respect it. I know you probably play that at the party, and it's gonna go up. So I respect that. One more 100%. real quick off of the Tupac B sides episode, LFX Media. I'm gonna give y'all the greatest Pac B side of all time. Uh oh. He said in 1991, his first album had three Brenda's Got a Babies on it. Oh. Uh, three three hits. I'm sorry. Brenda's Got a Baby when my homie's calling Trapped. He also has a B-side song called Violent. That song brought up an inspiration. That song brought up as inspiration for a Texas teen killing a Texas state trooper in 94. Fellas, go give it a spin. It's the dopest oh. pop B-side of all time. It's called Violent. I haven't, I'm not check familiar with that. I'll check it out. I vaguely remember that story, but I about the Texas stuff, but I will I'm definitely gonna check that out. Appreciate that. What you got to put me on, man? I have a brand new TV show that I came across on Peacock. Well, actually, I, it's not brand new. I seen the first season and didn't realize that a second season was out. They do that, and that's so much TV now. You'll look up and be like, damn, I didn't know the next season was out. Facts. However, it's a British uh thriller, drama, mystery. It's called The Capture. It's about them uh, manipulating like CCTV over there. It's really good. I think I did season one as a put on too. So season two is out. It's only six episodes. You'll fly right through them. It's one of those you can sit there and watch. Or you can have it playing in the background. You won't miss a lot. It's one of it's definitely a decent show for the streaming era. It's called The Capture. So no check doubt, out. I can respect that. Um, mine is light. It's an interview. Check out Wallow on Big Facts. Um, I really like Wallow. I'm a fan, even though I don't f- watch Million Dollars Worth of Game um, too often. But I do like Wallow's personality. He's on their dolo. Um, so there's no, with all due respect to Gilly, no the, Gilly likes to joke you. and cut in. And that's not there. It's just Wallow, just talking facts. He's got some pretty good quotables in that. Uh, I've seen uh, several Ooh, clips. Is the girl them. interviewing him or is it Big Bank? It's all of them. It's all, it's all of them. It's just Wallow not there with gotcha. Gilly. Um, gotcha. So that was pretty good. My second put on is Black Panther 2, guys. I recommend going and seeing it. I enjoyed it. A lot of people were complaining it was a little too long. Long movies don't really bother me as long as I'm entertained. (laughs) And I was entertained in this. I thought they did a good job. Uh, Shout out to Ryan Coogler. This nigga was tasked with the impossible. If y'all don't know, he already had Black Panther 2 written. And then Chadwick died. He had to rewrite it, redo it, because Marvel is, you can't delay a Marvel movie, nigga, because it's all linear. There's things that lead up to other things. So you, if you delay one thing, you got to delay like eight Disney Plus shows. And nigga, that's too much money on the line. So he was yeah, forced to do that. Huh? So they yeah, made him sure. rewrite it under the time frame of that. Yeah. Exactly. So, that, 
even on top of all of that, I still thought it was dope as hell. So uh, I thought that was a good movie. Yep, I, I too tapped in this weekend. I'm not the movie buff as you are going every week, but I definitely had to come out and support this. It was dope. It was. I, I like the fact of how black it was. Like they play into the black shit. They don't shy sure. away from it. Like their black moments in there were like only black people get, and it's funny as hell. And I appreciate it. Um, yeah, that was a good ass movie. I thought the villain was a savage, though. <laughs> he was a Mexican hard. dude, or whatever he was. Yeah, he was a beast. I, I, he did a good job with the little wings and shit. He, he, yeah, that, that whole thing was, I was there for it. Oh, uh, shit. Hey, man, y'all let us know. Um, leave comments what y'all thought about the uh, the KD3. Has anybody else seen Black Panther? Y'all tapping in with it and let us know what y'all thought about the Atlanta series finale as well. Hit that like and subscribe, youtube.com slash on deck TV. Uh, anything else before we get out of here? That's it, man. We do. I, I will be in for a review on Black Panther this week. So, man, check me out on socials. I'll put a link up there for it. May have you tap in with us as well, man. Wait till you get a word back on it. But yeah, the Black Panther review coming this week too. Hey, tap hey. in. We appreciate you joining the On Deck TV show. We out. Yup.